Hey, Jake. Yo. Why can't cows wear flip-flops? Why? Because they lack toes. <laughs> get it? They lack toes? I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, I don't, don't lack toes. toes. <laughs> they don't have toes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Engage, a family gaming podcast. This is episode 154, and I'm your host, Stephen Dutzman. As always, this is the official video game and board game podcast for EngagedFamilyGaming.com. EFG is a website where parents like myself and my co-hosts come together to give parents and families the information they need to get their family game on. This week, it's a cozy fireside chat. Fireside? Fireside chat with my lovely wife, Jenna. How are you? Good, how are you? I can't talk. It's I, been a long week. It has been, and it's late, and I'm tired, but we're going to do this. Well, we're going to do this because um, we have to go where the content is. And we would have recorded this last week, when, or last week, really, literally last week, while we were more awake and chipper, but Microsoft had to go and have their fan fest over the weekend in Mexico City, and they held XO18, which was a huge episode of Inside Xbox, and as part of that, they made a whole bunch of announcements. Um, I watched the entire show and was in, uh, enthralled. You fell asleep. <laughs> I did. It was really cheesy and, like, over the top. There were some parts that I was awake for that were interesting, and then there were some parts that were just kind of like... I would like to point out that some of the hype was not necessarily artificial. They were in Mexico City. That place is literally built from hype. Have you ever watched a football game? And I mean football like football. Have you yeah. ever watched them? Yes, yes, They yes. lose their minds, and it was that only for Xbox. I know, the hosts are just... They, yes. The hosts are I'm paid... Not gonna, the hosts are paid to be like hosts on the internet. I'll tell you this much. At some point, I'm going to get paid to host something... And I'm going to be just like them. And you're going to be super mad, but you're going to love it because it's me. Also, because we'd be getting paid. Yeah. Yay. Um, Cheesy host time. So if you ever need someone to be, if anyone's out there, if you ever need somebody to host your live event, uh, I am available. Um, And my wife will refer to me as a cheesy host. Please make this bucket list thing come true. Um, So um, so before we get too much farther i do want to take a moment to thank everybody for listening uh we do hope the games that you've been playing have been great i played one very good game this past week um and we do want to make our podcast more interactive so please feel free to reach out to us on social media specifically uh if you send a message to our facebook page that's engagefamilygaming.com slash facebook or facebook.com slash engagefamilygaming because we're fancy um send us a question our new community manager jeff will absolutely take a look and uh, forward us your thoughts and they'll probably get worked in on future episodes of the podcast or perhaps another podcast because we have two podcasts going now. Um, you have not listened to it because you don't listen to podcasts. But those of you out there, you may have heard of it. It's called the EFG Daily Commute. That is a daily podcast during the week where I record a podcast Legally, it is not a video podcast. I've had a number of people questioning why I'm recording videos while driving. It is an audio podcast. The phone is not even near my hands. Um, but I record about one topic every day. 
Spoiler alert, tomorrow I'm going to talk about Final Fantasy. Oh, wow. Surprise. Wow. And, and, and let me let me clarify here. It is not that I don't listen to podcasts. It's that I cannot listen to your podcast. That's true. Factual. And why is that? It's because when you listen to my voice, it makes you go to sleep. Yes. Yes. Yes, that is very true. And it's not that he's boring. Let, let, me, let me clarify that. It's because when I was really tired back in the day when I used to work day shift and Stephen used to work the night shift... He'd come home and he'd want to talk to me and he'd want to share all these things. And I was so exhausted. I'm like, just just, just read what you're trying to tell me out loud. <laughs> so it was like the notebook. Right. Only I was reading Dungeons and Dragons books. So it's like this super <laughs> nerdy but very romantic thing. Right. He'd read, he'd read Dungeons and Dragons books and put me to sleep. Had she known right. that I was going to try and build a career as a podcaster... <laughs> Maybe she probably would have, would have chosen something else. But now my voice puts her to sleep. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that fun? So uh, for those of you who aren't put to sleep by my voice, which I think is just about everyone else but you, if you want to hear even more of me, subscribe to the EFG Daily Commute. Uh, Monday through Thursday, sometimes bonus episodes, you'll hear me talk about a given topic. So far I have talked about – actually, no, wait. Tomorrow I'm going to talk about Star Wars. Not okay. Final Fantasy. I'm talking about Star Wars. Wow. Um, I talked about the history of EFG. I talked about... I don't even know. Let's look. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're going to talk about Star Wars. It only took you like 30 years to start watching Star that's Wars true. Stuff. In fact, that's one of the things that I'm going to talk about. Yay! How cool is that? So, wait. Here we are. So, I talked about... Oh, I did talk about Final Fantasy. But I talked about the fact that they closed down Final Fantasy 15. Because you'll uh, you didn't hear this news... Uh, they canceled all of the uh, Final Fantasy XV DLC, and Tabata, the director, left Square to go start his own company. He just said deuces. Um, it's about time. They need to get done with Final Fantasy XV. They need to make another Final Fantasy game. Like, just make Final Fantasy XVI, guys. It's cool. Um, but, as my wife would say, make it a sword and sorcery game because she's tired of the lasers. Well, and the cars and the... You're tired of the cars and the lasers. I said some of the same stuff. The, the punk rock 80s band things got to kind of They were a boy to, band. They were totally they were a boy, a boy band. band. Um, I also talked about Blizzard shenanigans from BlizzCon. I talked about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I talked about Red Dead Redemption. Um, and Jacob did an episode with me where he explained Fortnite... And then I talked about the history of EFG. So we've talked about a variety of stuff, not necessarily all kids game related. So if you're interested in just hearing my thoughts on stuff, roll in tomorrow, which is Monday the 12th. I'll be talking about Star Wars because man, EA owns the video game rights to Star Wars. And I think they're screwing up. So um, before we get into our real topic, which is XO18, we got to go around the horn. Oh, okay. Um, I played Mega Man 11. Yep. And it was really good. You did. And, um... You beat it. I finished it on casual, because I'm terrible at video games. So I did finish it on casual. I'm going to try and go back on a harder difficulty. I don't know that I'll be able to, because I'm terrible at games. Um, you watched me play a fair portion of this game. I did. And what were your thoughts? It's Mega Man. <laughs> I... I... I don't dislike Mega Man as a game. I tried to explain. It's not the game that I dislike or the platformer or any of that stuff. It's all the noise that that, that kind of game brings into it. It's the, the, the gun shooting and the music and the, the excuse me, bosses. Uh, excuse and... me. It's an arm cannon. Okay. 
Yes, but it's all the noise all at once is very hard for me. It's it's like when I was in an arcade back in the day, and you probably didn't experience that that much, and there was noise coming everywhere. It was always a little bit overwhelming when I got out. I was like, okay, I need just a little bit of quiet. And Mega Man just comes at you with all that noise. I mean, one thing, has. I, but I, I think you stumbled across something with Mega Man. I mean, so to say it, th- here's what I loved about Mega Man 11. It was Mega Man. Right. Here's what I didn't love about Mega Man 11. It was Mega Man. Um, and here's the thing. If you're not Jeremy, who is a friend of the show, he's a contributor, he actually reviewed it and we'll be publishing our Mega Man 11 review this week. Um, he loves Mega Man. All things Mega Man. Yeah. Um, if he could turn himself into Mega Man, he would do so. Um, and he loved it. He really, he really loved it. He's got some criticisms, but... You know, because he really wanted to give some criticism to it. But um, he was a big fan. I was a big fan also. But I was hoping for something a little bit different. It's not the same game. Or I wanted it to not be the same game. And it kind of was. Eight Robot Masters. You're a dude. You kill those dudes. You steal their weapons. You fight other dudes. So, to a degree, it was very familiar. Um, I... You know, like, the reason that I was able to finish it as quickly as I did was largely because I had played that game before, even though I hadn't really played that game before. So, um, I think that that really, that is both the thing that I really loved about it, but it was also my criticism. Because it really wasn't anything mind-blowing. It wasn't new. From, for, it wasn't new, it wasn't exciting, it wasn't like... A different take on it. It was, was not a different take. Mega Man. It was Mega Man. So, here's the story. If you love Mega Man, and you want to share Mega Man with your kids, um, I think this is a more accessible version of Mega Man by nature of the fact that it has a newcomer mode where you can't fall in pits and die. Right. And where it actually scales the difficulty. And I think this is a... Gr- it's also very pretty. It looks modern in in spite of the fact that it is a 2D platformer. So I felt immediately at home, um, and yet I was still able to kind of experience the new mechanics. With one exception, Bubble Man needs to die. <laughs> I hated Bubble Man. It took my amazing... Uh, maybe he's not Bubble Man. No, he's Balloon Man. Balloon Man needs to rot in hell. Well, that's awfully... I'm done with him. Okay. He might make it so I don't play the game on more higher difficulty levels. And here's why. It took my precision platformer where every button press mattered and I knew everything was going to happen. It was all predictable. And you were just like bouncing all over the place. It drove me insane. Yes. Well, I mean, it drove your son insane too. He, he thought, number one, he's like, well, it stole from Mighty Number no. Nine. Well, not exactly. <laughs> yeah, the argument about whether or not Mega Man Eleven stole from Mighty Number no. Nine—that was an interesting debate. But that's what happens when you are not super informed, but you want to argue like you are. Right, right. So he was all—he was all up in that argument, and then he got really frustrated with the game, and after making fun of you for being bad at it. So I thought that Dad, was kind of. I could do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, with that said, he did turn around, and he did enjoy it. He did. It's just the reason I did as well as I did is because I've been playing these games for 30 years. And, and yes, and I found out in my Around the Horn game 
Yes. What did you play? I played Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. For the Switch. For the Switch. Which is a remake. Uh, well, it's not a remake. It's a port of Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze from the Wii U. Right. And the biggest addition they made to that game, which I suggested that you do and you didn't, was they added Funky Kong Easy Mode, and you were like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to play Donkey Kong. <laughs> well, and what happened? Because I was getting beat by my six-year-old, because almost six-year-old, because she could get farther in the levels than I could, and I couldn't figure it this out. This is factually and, correct. And she it did. And it was really bad. And I said, you know, there's a reason that I didn't... I like Donkey Kong Country because I have nostalgia from playing the very original one, now I'm playing it, and I'm just as bad as I was then. I haven't improved at all. And my six-year-old is better at video games than me. So um, I'm going to stick with my RPGs and give up on the games where I have to jump and time things on my jumps. And, yeah, I, I mean, I may try again, but it is incredibly frustrating. So Evan and I had a very similar experience with our gameplays this weekend. We both ended up frustrated. I mean, and it happens. I mean, you can't really... I mean, sometimes games are tougher than they look. Donkey Kong Country is a deceptively difficult video Right, it game. looks like it's easy. It's not. It's not it's at all. It's just dumb apes, right? No, no, no. They make really hard games. So, um, use the... They, there are a lot of games now. You know, Mega Man gave a newcomer mode. Donkey Kong has... Um, uh, Funky Kong mode, where you are Funky Kong, and you surf through the levels, and he, he lands on spikes and doesn't die, um, and he has some extra jumping power. You, don't be ashamed to use <laughs> the easy modes. Um, I played God of War on easy. I'm not ashamed to use the easy mode. I'm ashamed that my six-year-old doesn't have to, and I do. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, your six-year-old does need to. It's just... You were trying too hard, and that's the trick with Donkey Kong, is you can't try hard. Well, and she also doesn't care how many times she dies. She doesn't care if she sees the same intro over and over and over again, because she's six. Because she's also six. She's also not even six. Um, You're aging her by a month. Oh, a whole month I aged my daughter. Exactly a month. Exactly a month, yes. Anyways, moving on. So that's the, the only other thing. The other game that I have been playing, I've been playing on my mobile phone, and it's a, um, it, it, it's called Almost a Hero. It's a free-to-play mobile game um, that is an idle clicker game. And what that means is it's a game that largely plays itself, and it's like a test of efficiency. Um, and you learn scientific numbers real fast because it's just the numbers get really stupid. Um, if you have been looking for a game on your phone that's kind of like a time waster... Um, you know, just to have so you can throw it at your kids and they can mess around with it and have really no consequences on your own gameplay. Um, I definitely recommend Almost a Hero. It's cute. The characters are neat. Um, you know, the idea is you have the ability to, um, you know, you can tap on the screen and you have a, ring, a magic ring. You tap on the screen and you can deal damage to enemies, but you get to spend gold to hire these heroes that over time you level up and they gain new abilities and they're all super interesting. Um, This is the kind of game that you can play, you know, and it plays itself while you're not there. So if you forget about it for a week and the game just plays, you'll come back and you'll have all this money. So it's cute Um, It's and it's free. You really don't have to spend any money to play it. Um, it, Cartoony graphics and all that. Some of the characters are kind of funny. There's a blind archer who gets damage bonuses when she misses. 
So when she eventually does hit, she does like a whole lot. It's just, I mean, it's dumb. It it's is. super dumb, but it costs zero dollars, takes very little memory on your phone, um, and you can just have it sit there. And I hand it to Megan, and she's able to quote-unquote play it because all it does is require tapping on the screen. And she's engaged, and it's a great way to just kind of let her mess around while she's sitting in my lap while we're watching football or whatever. And she loves it. I mean, so it's called Almost a Hero. It's on Android and iOS. You can obviously get into it. There's guides on Reddit and everything, but who cares? I just like to just see stupid things happen on screen. Um, <laughs> whatever. I mean, that's literally what this game is. It's an idle clicker. It plays itself. So those are around the horn games. We got Mega Man 11. We got Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze for the Switch. And we've got Almost a Hero. Um, next week is huge because we got some Pokemans. We have a decision to make as to whether or not Pokemans happens now or Pokemans happens later. Uh, oh, yes, I see what you're saying. I we don't know. To, we, we, we probably have to decide by, say, Tuesday. Well, we, we, we've got 24 hours. We can figure it out. We can figure it out. Um, if you have advice on whether or not you think we should wait with Pokemon or if we should go. I mean, the good news about this is everyone, there's nobody on the fence about Pokemon. Nobody's like, oh, let's wait to see the EFG review for Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu. No one's waiting for our review. This is more just... They just, maybe they're curious to see our thoughts. I don't think anybody's waiting. Frankly, I'm not waiting for my review. I think it's it's Pokemon. It's so Pokemon. if you're, it's if you're down, you're down. And then we have to decide which one is coming into our house. Pikachu. Not only you want to argue with the kids. Who wait? Who who wants something other than Pikachu? Believe it or not, our daughter does. I don't believe that for a minute. She loves the evolutions, so she's an Eevee fan. <sighs> Pikachu, I, I'm the. It's my game. It's, it's your game. I'm. I would be the one paying for well, it. I'm the Pikachu fan, so I'm not going to argue with you too much. I'm just saying. I think we're going to end uh, up getting both. Oh boy. That's well, what I we, think is going to happen. How are we going to do that? We only have one Switch. Well, not for long. <laughs> um, you I keep mean, saying with that. A, with a mainline Pokemon game coming next year and Animal Crossing coming next year. We're going to be a two-switch household. You've been having this debate with me for a while, I but have you know been. it makes we've, sense. We've been having this debate for quite a bit of time. And I won. We're going to buy a second Switch. Then we're going to buy the one I want. I guess that's fair. So <laughs> No Fortnite Switch for me. Well, I mean, the Fortnite Switch doesn't even have Fortnite... It's not even Fortnite skinned. All the Fortnite Switch bundle has is just V-Bucks in it. I know. That, but our kids have been talking about it because that's I all would, they talk about. Uh, I would like the Diablo one. I don't want the Diablo one. Oh, I want, want the it. Pikachu and Eevee one. <laughs> okay, I whined <laughs> like a five-year-old right you there. Want the Pikachu, you want the Pikachu? I really Listen, want the Pikachu. I would be down with that. One. I would be down with that. It's so cute. It is. I don't think we're ever going to get it, but I want it. If we can find it. I, I'm pretty good at finding things at stores um, on the uh, on the down low when they're like not really available. It just happens that I had insomnia the night before, and I could go get them. Yeah, more or less. Okay, yeah. anyways. Anyway, um, so let's get to our topic. Um, okay, so XO18 was uh, part of the fourth annual Xbox Fan Fest. It took place in Mexico City. They have been all over the world. I believe one of them was even in Barcelona. This is a truly international event. Um, and what they did is they chose to take their new... Xbox show called Inside Xbox, and they made a two-hour-long episode of it. Inside Xbox is more or less an Xbox Direct. It's like an Xbox-flavored Nintendo Direct. It's done by Major Nelson, 
Um, that's Larry Herb, um, who is one of the PR guys for uh, Microsoft. They made a bunch of announcements. What I did, I went ahead and took all the announcements they made, I stripped out the grown-up stuff, because we don't really care about it, and I figured I would just run through some of it with you. And okay. so what I'm going to do is I'm going to make I'm going to read the announcement and kind of hype up about it. And Jenna, you're going to play the role of the average mom who doesn't care. And you're going to tell me <laughs> that's a stretch. Uh, it's definitely <laughs> not a stretch. And uh, what I want you to do is one star to ten stars. Give me a, give me a beat on whether or not this is exciting or you could care less. Okay, where are you starting? Big news, little news, middle uh, world What news? I'm going to do is I'm going to take the the announcement from the very end and put it first. And then other than that, I'm reading it in the order they sent it to me in the press release, minus the grown-up stuff. Okay. So, here we go. They ended their press conference by announcing the, the acquisition of two new studios. At E3, they announced five new studios that they either opened or purchased. They announced two more purchases. One of them is Obsidian Entertainment. And the other is in, Ex in Exile Entertainment. Now, by name, I doubt you know who any of them are. Only because you've talked about them. Okay, Obsidian... Because you made, made a deal. Obsidian made Fallout New Vegas. Right. They also made South Park and the, and the Stick of Truth. Right. Now, not kids' games. No. My hope is... And the, In Exile recently did Wasteland, and they have done A Bard's Tale most recently... Um, and they specialize in role-playing games. Both of these companies specialize in role-playing games, which we are big fans of role-playing games here. Yes. The only thing we can hope, and I bring this announcement up, the only thing we can hope, we don't know what they're doing, is that they will make T-rated games that we can just share. Maybe a Final Fantasy-style game, where it's, you know, high fantasy, but, like, less on the blood and gore and, and the, 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 the other stuff. Yeah. So, excited or not excited? Excited. I, I mean, one of the first games that I ever played on an Xbox, when we got like three of them for our wedding, was Fable. Yep. And, I mean, a game along those lines? Yeah, I'd be excited to see something like that come out. Well, good to know that Playground, one of the companies that they bought and that they announced at E3, word on the street is they're making a Fable game. Good. Um, they hired... They hired a bunch of people that were good at 3D action-adventure role-playing games, more or less. And Playground, for the most part, does race car stuff. Um, and they're in, they're in England, which means they're really close to the company that... To Lionhead Studios, which used to make Fable... Yeah, well, hopefully... So hopefully anyway, they make Fable. That, that's, yes, so I would that love kind to of see game a game along the lines of that. Um, that would be fun. Worst case scenario, more games for Xbox means a more successful Xbox. More successful Xboxes mean more games. So it, better grown-up games mean better games for kids to play too. Um, that's my, the way I look at it here. The, the fruits of this particular purchase we won't feel for a while, and kids may never feel it. But if the Xbox starts selling like crazy, more companies will put those games out, which means kids who own Xboxes or kids whose parents own Xboxes will get more games. Um, so that is that announcement. One to ten stars. What do you got? You got to pick one. Five. A five. So we're in the middle of the road. A very non-committed five stars. Okay, so let's talk about Crackdown 3. Have you seen the Terry Crews? Do you know who Terry Crews is, first of all? 
You don't know who Terry <laughs> Crews is. Uh-uh. Okay, so none of this hype is going to get you. Okay. Okay, Terry Crews, first off, you definitely know who Terry Crews is. I do is. know who Terry Crews is, but kind of, yes. Terry Crews is the big dude from the Old Spice commercials that yells yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's a comedic actor. No, no, got um, it. He is basically the front man for Crackdown 3. Crackdown 3 is a third-person action shooter that is that everything about it appears to be rated T. Okay. We do not have a rating for it yet. It's coming out in February. Here's the big um, feature for this game. Um, is that literally everything is destructible. Like, the multiplayer maps, um, there is a mode called Wrecking Zone, where literally every tower, every building, etc., you can just blow up. So it's almost as if everything was built in Fortnite playground mode, and you can just blow it all up while you're all playing. Oh, yeah. It's yay. crazy, it's bananas, um, and... There is, it is essentially a, like a superhero fantasy. Because you are a crackdown agent and you have superpowers. Because you can run around and jump like crazy and, you know, whatever. It sounds amazing to me. <laughs> it's been in development forever, so it might be terrible. We don't really know. What do you think? I don't know how I can give these numbers. I don't, I don't know. I, I have, I, I can tell you I've never seen... Anything about it. So I'll give it a random, like, four. A four. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll not criticize you for scoring this one weird. Because if you don't know who Terry Crews is and you don't know well, what Well, no, I know is, who Terry Crews is. Now, so, now that you've given me a reference point because I'm really bad at names and faces. You can't just throw names out at me. I'm lucky I know your name. I would hope you know my name. Um, <laughs> along with this announcement, the original Crackdown has actually been released as backwards compatible and has been released for free on the Xbox One and will remain that way until the end of the month. Reminder, we should download that. Okay. Um, because I think, I think Evan would love it. Because okay. literally you just run around a giant open world um, solving, you know, like battling enemies and finding power orbs. So, um, so that's Crackdown 3. It's coming out February 15th and it will involve online multiplayer and it will be included in Xbox Game Pass, which means if you are an Xbox Game Pass subscriber, it costs you zero dollars. Um, I think that will help it a lot because it's coming out seven days before what game, Jen? You might ask? Anthem. So it's going to have a little bit of a rough time because it's a superhero fantasy game coming out a week before basically the best Iron Man game ever made. So we're going to have a problem. Anthem is basically the Iron Man game. Have you seen Anthem? You've definitely seen Anthem. I'm sure I have. It's an Iron Man game. Okay. You, you, you're a dude, you run around, you're, or a lady, you run around in one of four suits of armor with powers, and you can fly around and go underwater. This is coming out a week before Iron Man dot video game. Okay. Um, Which is made not, by actually, Bioware. not actually an Iron Man game. It's not actually an Iron Man game. It's but Anthem, anyone, and it's made by Bioware, and I know who Bioware is, so. Anyone who knows me knows that I like to be reductive sometimes. It's an Iron Man game. I can't wait. Just so you know, the weekend after that comes out, me and John and James are going to be at John's house, and we're going to play it for, like, the entire weekend. We'll take the kids. If our calendar so aligns. We've already <laughs> put it on the calendar. It's going to be fun. So um, so that's Crackdown 3. Okay. okay. So next, 
they did a whole big thing on Xbox Game Pass. I did see that, and I think that's awesome. Okay, so where do you come down on the value? Because I think really the big piece here is what we're giving a star is 1 to 10. Is Where do you think the value is for Xbox Game Pass? Like, I think it's a great value, but I'm curious what your thoughts are. I think it's an excellent value. Um, anything where you can get games for free based, based on buying your subscription, to me, is well worth it. Because, number one, we're... Xbox Game Pass goes on sale on like Black Friday. They have in deals. fact, this Black Friday looks like it's going to be a half price for a right. full year. So they have these huge deals on Black Friday, which will give you a really good value. We are a household of people who like to try games and not necessarily finish them all. So this gives our kids the ability to try stuff without having to buy them or get them through a red box where we end up bringing them back like three days late and we might as well have already bought them. Oh, hold on, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, I did wait. that with Assassin's Creed and it was worth it. I paid $15 and really loved that game. I know, but I would rather us pay a yearly membership and be able to try out as much as we want. Um, especially considering that there were titles on there like Orient of Blind Forest, The Will of the Wisps. Um, what else did I see on there? There was a, a Kingdom, something Kingdom one that looked fun. Help me remember the name oh, of it. Oh, Kingdom Two Crowns. Right. The strategy uh, game. That looked fun. Um, there was just a lot of stuff that they showed that I was like, oh, okay, th those are those are kid-friendly. I know that there have been plenty of kid-friendly games along the way. There's been a lot of the sports games that have come along with that. So I absolutely think that that's one of the best values. Any of those, you know, games with gold, Xbox, you know... The, the Game Pass, the um, well, PlayStation, PlayStation Plus, One, PlayStation, PlayStation all of, Plus, PlayStation Now. Oh, I agree. All of those have, have, to me, a much higher value because you pay a yearly fee. The kids can ask for gift cards towards those or, or monthly monthly and, payments towards those for holidays, birthdays, etc. And they get a lot of bang for their buck. So that would absolutely. rate a 10 for me. Like absolutely. all of those would. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, some of their, uh, you know, some of the announcements that they made, um, and some of this was things that were things that we suspected, but we got some confirmation on. Um, the big blockbuster announcement is that Player Unknown's Battlegrounds or PUBG will be included in Xbox Game Pass. Now that is rated M. However, for folks, there are some parents out there that are have been interested in letting their kids try that game. Not here to judge. Um, if you're not into Fortnite. Um, the other battle royale game is, you know, right now is PUBG. So, if you're in, um, this is a great way to do it. Um, and so, some other games that they announced are coming to it um, that we know are family friendly. Uh, MXGP3, which is more or less the Square Enix motocross game. It is exactly what they say it is. It is a motocross game. I played it a bunch of time. I've played it a bunch of times at events. It's really fun. You're just riding a dirt bike around a track, crashing, doing all sorts of stuff. It's fun. It's pretty. Uh, Thomas Was Alone is a, a indie platformer um, a, a, where you get emotionally attached to shapes. I'm not even joking. I mean, it, it's a beautiful game. Um, then uh, also later on in December, Ori and the Blind Forest, Kingdom Two Crowns, and not for children, but worth paying attention to for the grown-ups is Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, uh, if you have a friend of the show, 
Um, Rob Kalajian, of the Pawn's perspective, this is one of his favorite games the last couple of years. Hellblade is an exploration of um, schizophrenia from the eyes of a Viking woman trapped in Celtic lands. It's bananas. Um, we'll be playing that one, um, but probably not with the kids. Um, so a bunch of other games were announced. Uh, they confirmed, many of them not for families, but they did confirm Ori and the Will of the Wisps when it comes out in 2019, will also be coming to the Game Pass. There are a lot of games on there. Um, all the Forza games, uh, so you want to talk about, you know, if you need a racing game or if you need, if you just want to try something, it's on there. Um, and between now and July, or not July, between now and January 3rd, if you have never subscribed to Xbox Game Pass or if you had canceled your Xbox Game Pass membership before October 1st, your first month is only a dollar. Yep. It's a pretty good deal. Um, how about this? Um, you know what's before January 3rd? Just about everybody's Christmas break. So if you haven't done it, knock it out for, you know, your kids want something to do for a week and you don't want to, you know, maybe they didn't get a lot of games or something like that, drop a dollar on their Xbox. That There's plenty of games on there. So, um, so that's the Xbox Game Pass. Big fan of that. Um, next, they talked about some uh, Black Friday deals. They did. So... Um, the biggest thing is the consoles are all about $100 off. So yep. they're going to have console bundles, etc., with about $100 off. Mm. An Xbox One X for $399.99 is an amazing value. If your house is already hooked up with a 4K television and you are, you know, ready for, you know, a new console and you want an Xbox, Xbox One X is an amazing looking machine. Um, and $399.99 is about as good of a price as you're ever going to get. Um, I mean, if you're looking for a console, yeah. I mean, I, I still, I know that there are many families out there, and we've, we've talked about this every time the holiday season comes up. There are many families out there who's, who have a parent in the family who does not want to support Nintendo uh, because they think they're baby games. And if you're going to buy an Xbox or a, a PlayStation, the Xbox One the X. Xbox One X is from, a good is, deal. Is a, it's a great console. It is the most powerful console. So if yes. hardware power is what matters to you, you mm. it's hard to go wrong. Um, I still I, I, I still think... I, we are all in on the PlayStation because of Spider-Man. But frankly, um, you can, if you love you some racing games, then Forza Horizon 4 is probably your Spider-Man. And it'll probably make up for it. Yep. Spider-Man so was awesome. Here are some of the, yeah, so here are some of the uh, games and some of the sales. And this, these are all running from 11.22 until the end of the month. 35% um, off of Forza Horizon 4. 50% off of Forza Motorsport 7. Player on those Battlegrounds will be 35% off. Sea of Thieves, 50% off. 50% um, off. Super Lucky's Tale, 35% off. Disneyland Adventures, 35% off. Rush, a Disney Pixar adventure, 35% off. And Zoo Tycoon, the ultimate animal collection, for 35%. Do not sleep on Zoo, Zoo Tycoon. Zoo Tycoon is... It's a tycoon game. You are building a park, and you can explore it. And you're making a zoo. Yeah. So, if you love... If you and your family just love messing around with animals, or if you have a younger kid that just wants to explore a zoo... Do not sleep on that game. It's relatively inexpensive. You can get it digitally. I'm pretty sure it's in Game Pass also. And I think our six-year-old really, really, really wants it. Oh, she absolutely does. I know. 
I know, she said uh, it. I don't even think she knows about she knows about it? No, she does. She absolutely oh, does. Okay. Um, yes, so, she has seen So Oracle. those are the Black Friday where do you, where do you come down on the Black Friday deals? Those are some pretty good pretty deals. Good sales. Pretty good sales, absolutely. Okay, so So you didn't talk about two things. I have what? To, I, and you may be talking about them. One thing when they were talking about their uh, holiday list, there was a game that both of our boys laughed hysterically and absolutely one hundred percent went nuts over. And I said no, and they got really mad. Oh, at you me. mean supermarket? And Shriek? it's called Supermarket Shriek. Okay. And you go through a grocery store with a goat that yells. Yeah, <laughs> it shrieks. And uh, I didn't bring it up. So it's it's gonna be. Um, it will be available at some point in twenty nineteen. I didn't bring it up because it was not. You know, because I don't know a lot about it, but I am all in on a game with a yelling goat. In a grocery cart. But in a grocery, grocery cart. Store. I'm, I'm just, I just don't get it. That is not a you game. That is a me and the boys game. that was the best thing ever. Okay. Anyways. So, um, next, I talked about some DLC for Forza Horizon 4. I'm not going to de- belabor the point. However, I just want to read this blurb. Tell me if you think this sounds awesome. Forza Horizon 4 is set in the UK. So, it's coming out December 13th. It's called the Fortune Island. So Fortune Island takes players on an all-new adventure in a remote in the remote northern reaches of the British Isles, where they will encounter extreme conditions, including fierce lightning storms, perilous cliffside dirt roads, and sweeping paved mountain switchbacks under the mystical glow of the Aurora Borealis in search of hidden treasure. Does that not sound awesome? It sounds cool. And that game looks amazing. Absolutely. Can you imagine the Aurora Borealis in that game? It's the game be we've been playing has been Forza Horizons 2. This is like mind blown. If you have a, if, and, and if you happen to have an Xbox One X and a PS4 or not a PS4 and a 4K TV, you're going to be seeing some insanity. Um I want Daddy wants this, but I have to wait obviously because we don't pick a cool car. One of them muscle car garbages? No, I not drive one of your like you know. No, I drive Audis and BMWs in those games. No. Because I can't drive freaking muscle cars. I don't know how to drive them. <laughs> They're hard in video games. Um, anyway, so that's Forza Horizon, uh, Fortune Island. If you're a for- if you own Forza Horizon Four, um, this is part of a DLC pack. There's going to be two big expansions. You can buy it. I think it's it's going to be thirty five dollars for both expansions, which will be cheaper than twenty dollars each. This is a whole bunch more content. I just want to see the Aurora Borealis in 4K. Um, next, Minecraft. Minecraft! So they announced Cats and Pandas, which made Evan really mad because he already knew about Cats and Pandas because he's like connected to the Minecraft universe. Um, I knew also because I run a blog about family games, so I also knew about Cats and Pandas in Minecraft. Here's what I really wanted to talk about. There are a lot of people that are like, Minecraft is dead, Fortnite has replaced it, etc. Did you know that they have surpassed 91 million monthly Minecraft players? It's And insane. it is only growing? Yes. Minecraft is not dead. So if your kids are coming at you being like, man, Fortnite's the thing, nobody plays Minecraft anymore, I have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, per YouTube, Minecraft is still the most watched YouTube, uh, the still the most watched game on YouTube, um, and 91 million monthly players. Minecraft is not dead. No, it's not. Um, how crazy is that? I think that's 
exciting. It's I would, insane. I would rather than play Minecraft a million times over than Fortnite. You know that already. Um, so I. I'm yes. not opposed. And you know, it's all of a sudden they're getting back into it again. So I think it's because we grounded them from Fortnite, but. It could be because we grounded them from... I mean... They are, in fact, getting back into Minecraft again, which I'm happy about. I still have never, like, played it for an appreciable amount of time. I really think I need to just go on, like, a you Minecraft do. boot the camp. The problem with Minecraft, it, it depends on how you play. You you can play just for fun to hang out and, and all that stuff, or you can play to, like, really complete Minecraft, which is next to impossible to do. But I I do love me some, some uh, Minecraft. Um, I haven't played in, in forever because it was so addicting. I had to stop. I mean, it is really good. Mm-hmm. It is really good. I, I just need to spend... I do need to spend more time with it. All right, so next. We got some news about the Sea of Thieves game that I did not like. You did. But Evan is very much excited about this. They're adding PvP to, to Sea of Thieves in the form of the arena. The, the arena, yeah. So basically, you, form, you and another crew form up, and then you are in a race over a given amount of time to collect the most treasure. I honestly think I am more interested in this PvP version of the game than I am in whatever hot garbage they fed me before. <laughs> Um, and I'm I, sorry for those of you that like Sea of Thieves. I was super impressed with the promise of it. I was unable to review the game because I could not successfully complete a mission. Yes, the game was beautiful. It looked it looked amazing. I love pirates. I was really excited about it. And then we got into the play, and because of the way it worked, or however we got into play, it was highly disappointing. We didn't have a group to play with, so we kind of kept getting stuck. And that was the real test, right? Like... Every game is great. Literally, even the worst game on earth is great when you're playing it with friends. Right. You need to be able to play it without friends in order for it to be worth and something. It, it wasn't. And I couldn't do it. And Evan just kept. I mean, even Evan, who loved it because he liked the pirates and the ocean and the ship and stuff, kept just getting put down into the hold and not being able to play. And it was it was incredibly frustrating. If you have friends, it's great. If you don't have friends. Eh. So I'm kind of interested in trying out the yes, arena. That's coming out early fun. 2019. Um, it's available on Xbox Game Pass, so we're just going to subscribe to Xbox Game Pass and play it. Right. Um, you know, we'll spend our dollar um, and give it a try. So um, maybe wait for this one, uh, see what it comes into. I, I, I'm more excited about the arena than I am about regular Sea of Thieves. Um, okay, so this is going to be the biggest announcement for you. You're about to get completely bananas... We're gonna talk I know about, what you're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Joe. Only because you're looking at the run of show. Well, no, because this was the one that everybody was talking about, but the... the Let's get excited. Let's get okay. hype about this. We're going to talk about Jump Force. Yay! A fighting game! Um, Not only a fighting game, a fighting game built with characters from Shonen Jump anime. What is Shonen Jump? Do you know, do you, do you know what I know Shonen what anime is? is. Shonen Jump anime is more or less... Anime targeted at twelve and thirteen year old boys. Okay, so they, we're talking. All the characters some, look the same. They all wear talking, orange jumpsuits and have spiky hair. There's only two of them with orange jumpsuits with spiky hair. There are. <laughs> there's only two of them from I know, two different. And anime. one of them makes my kids run funny. One of them does make your kids run funny. Um, <laughs> there are. Here's what we got. We got some Bleach. We got some Dragon Ball. We got some Naruto. We got some Yu-Gi-Oh. Naruto is the one that makes them run funny. We got Yu-Gi-Oh some is a collectible card game. And Goku is in the Dragon Ball. See, well that's what I know. And then we got One Piece. 
And, uh, yeah, so they announced, so this is a game coming out in early next year. It's a three-on-three 3D fighting game um, that looks fun. It's definitely casual. I was really mad at the preview. You guys woke me up. Because everybody was all hyped, we had to see it because it was it was it was Jump Force, and everybody's been talking about it. And they showed the same character, so I have no but idea wait, what any of the other characters. But they like. didn't show the same character because one of them was because they showed Goku, Goku, and you were like, "This is Goku," but it wasn't just regular Goku; it was Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan mode Goku. Okay, it was still respect Goku, the transformation. And they didn't they didn't like. It was Goku. I'm like, okay, show me this stupid guy well, who the, runs crazy. The new character. Well, here's it. it I, I will admit, I was disappointed with the way with the demo they showed. Yes, but they could have shown a demo that actually was good. Here's the. Well, I played it at E3. I know you did, and it was actually pretty fun. I think you might actually even be able to play it and enjoy it, um, because it's the same buttons. Everybody uses the same buttons. They right. just have different moves. And they just it's have super moves. casual. Um, so the two characters that were part of the announcement is they announced two new characters. They announced Golden Frieza, who's from Dragon Ball Super, um, and they announced Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Vegeta. Yes, those are all words that make sense in that universe. Basically, they transform and they gain power levels. Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Vegeta is a dude. Super. And it was super. And um, it doesn't really matter. Bandai Namco showed us more stuff. Um... They also showed us premiere the first footage of Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Goku, which is why when you saw Goku, you were like, why does he have blue hair? And I was like, well, because he's Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan mode. Duh. So <laughs> if you are a parent who heard everything I said and was like, you're trying to talk to me. I know that you're saying words. I am, in fact, saying words that mean a ton to a very specific audience. This game is stupid in all the right ways, and they said that there is more coming. Um, I don't know if they're gonna have more anime in it. I, for all, like at this point, it's all been Shonen Jump anime, and there are a lot of Shonen Jump animes that have existed. Shonen Jump is basically like TGIF, only it's cartoons in Japan. So it's a lot of different stuff. It's a whole genre. So there could be all sorts of banana stuff in there. Um, I'm just telling you this right now. If so I don't think it's possible, but if somehow there are Power Rangers in this thing, which would be Super oh. Sentai Rangers, um, I'm all in. I mean, we're buying this anyway. You're so. going to get it anyway, and our kids are getting Naruto run around the house. They already they do Naruto. Naruto run all over the house. I saw, yes, I saw kids, high school age kids, Naruto running around a football field the other day. So I, I give up. <laughs> I just give up. Okay. That's fair. Let's talk about Kingdom Hearts 3. Yay! This is something I care about. Not that I didn't care they about told us, They told us about Winnie the Pooh. They did. Pooh Bear's back. And that was, and I felt really bad for the whole translation thing because he was so super hype and he couldn't get it out because of the way that everything was pre-written. But oh, you mean the, the 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 guy that was there? I forget his name. I forget his name. You want to know, you mean the Japanese man who is yes. responsible for it? Yes. He was very excited. He was... They were hyped for him, and they had a PR rep that was reading from notes. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure she didn't read everything he said. No, she didn't. And that's okay. That's okay. Um, so here's what they confirmed. They confirmed that the 100-acre wood is coming back. And it's full of mini games. Which means Winnie the and they said that it's full. Well, everything's going to have mini games. They added mini games for the, what it sound, seems like is one of the first times. Um, there have been them before, but there's a focus on mini games. 
and the 100 acre wood is going to be full of puzzles, including Bust a Move. We're going to be able to play Bust a Move with Rabbit in his garden. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> they also gave us more looks at the Big Hero 6 world, the Tangle world, and Pirates of the Caribbean, which I don't think you knew was in this one. I did. Oh, you did? Oh, yes. Um, so. I'm pretty excited. Um, <laughs> this is this is something that I pay attention to. January 29th of 2019. Um, we're not going into work. Really? I'm not. Well, I don't really have that option. Let's look at the calendar. What day of the week is that? I don't know. Or rather, what? Let's see. January 29th is a Tuesday. Oh, that's going to be rough. Okay, so that weekend, February 1st. To the third, close out our calendar. We're gonna be playing Kingdom uh, Hearts. Maybe we can have like a real life Groundhog Day where the day just keeps repeating itself and you can play it forever and ever and ever and ever. Wouldn't should, that be nice? We should post that on our. Uh, we should do that on our social media. So, <laughs> um, so that's Kingdom Hearts. We're obviously mega excited about Kingdom Hearts. It's probably our biggest game. It, it's it's definitely our most anticipated so, so game can, right now. Guess what I didn't do? What didn't you do? I didn't play through all of Kingdom Hearts. That's all right. Two. Somebody I don't actually, think I actually finished King. I don't think I finished Kingdom Hearts one. I got yeah, real but you close. know the story enough. Here's what's really happening. Somebody just asked that on the Engage Family Gaming Facebook page, and asked, "So, are you thinking that I should play all the other games first? Here's my official opinion. No, because I've played them, and I've read about them, and I have no idea what's happening. This is just stupid. Just you just lost an opportunity to tell me." Yes, Jenna, you have to do nothing but play video games between now and January 29th. You just lost that opportunity. Because like, I just I, I just opened the door for I you wanna, to tell but me But I want to eat, so I can't have you get hooked on all... There's hundreds of hours of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Wait, did you just say you want to eat yeah, so you can't eat. let me play video games from now much. through January 29th? Because you would literally do nothing but play this game... And go to work and maybe sleep for a little bit. So we can't do that. I need to eat. Oh, wait, you mean like I did when I tried to beat the last game I played? Yes, exactly. So uh, that's Kingdom Hearts, January 29th, 2019. Um, it'll be out of Xbox for the first time. Um, I'm super excited for this game. It needs to come out. We've been waiting for too long. Um, and Winnie the Pooh is in it. I, I knew he was going to be in it. He's in all of them. But he's in Winnie it. Spoilers. The Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh is in all of them, but because he's Winnie the Pooh. Uh, next, let's talk about Xbox backwards compatibility. They told us a little bit about that with four games, three of them being Final Fantasy Thirteen, <laughs> Final Fantasy Thirteen Two, and Lightning Returns Final Fantasy Thirteen, which were originally released on PlayStation Three and the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, and they are being Xbox One enhanced and are now backwards compatible on the X um, uh, on the Xbox One. Great. Um, Final Fantasy XIII, people gave it a lot of crap when it came out, but I think over time, people are starting to really appreciate that game for what it was. I thought it was excellent. Um, Final Fantasy XIII 2 and Lightning Returns, a little bit less so, but they needed to take advantage of those assets because they learned making 3D stuff is really expensive, or making HD stuff is really expensive. Um, and the last game um, is Civilization Revolution, or Civ Rev. Um, that's already backwards compatible. However, it's getting an Xbox One enhancement, so you'll be able to play it all in 4K goodness. Civilization Revolution is essentially a more arcadey civilization game, where it's a little bit faster, the strategy is a little bit less insane. It was basically the console answer to Civilization. 
Um, yep. That is a fun game. If you like Civilization, but maybe it's a little too much, um, I don't know why they haven't put a Civ Rev game on the Switch. But at the same time that they made those announcements, they made some other Final Fantasy announcements, specifically sure the Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy IX, Final Fantasy X, Final Fantasy X-2, and Final Fantasy XII are all coming to the Xbox One next year. Now. They're missing one in there. They're missing two, but I'll forgive them 11 because it's an MMO. Um, where's 8? Yeah, why? Now, I'm not a huge 8 fan. But I know that there are people who are Final Fantasy VIII fans. Why are they not putting out there? Now, I think it's conspicuous. Evan and I got into a fight in a grocery store on Saturday because he doesn't think it's conspicuous. He doesn't think it matters. And I'm like... But that's weird. But it's weird that they would do literally everything else. Right. So if you have theories, message the Engage Family Gaming Facebook page because I want to know what you think. I think they must be doing something with it. I think they've got to be like a remaster or something coming. Because okay. otherwise, why wouldn't they include it? Right. Right. Um, and all the other ones have kind of already been redone, remade, re Yeah, I mean, Yeah, I mean, they're all on the way, or they're just being re-released. I'm very confused. So hopefully we find out, because I'm mainly more curious than anything else. Okay. All right. So these are the last couple of announcements. I'll go through them relatively quickly. Mouse and keyboard support is coming to the Xbox One. So guess what? The Xbox One, basically a PC. Right. Um, it's gonna. Uh, they are including mouse and keyboard support for 14 games by the end of the month, including Fortnite. So if you wanted to play Fortnite but you don't like playing shooters with a um, with a controller, you can try it on your on your Xbox using the keyboard and mouse. That's so confusing. Um, but okay. You will be paired, and ma- they have matchmaking that is controller specific. Um, next, the Xbox Adaptive Controller. There's a whole bunch of articles. Um, I talked about it on the yep. e- on the EFG Mothership. Um, that's a great thing. Helps people with various disabilities, you know, play games that they otherwise might not be able to without really expensive equipment. Uh, we're actually going to be doing a, a some streams um, to try and raise some money to buy some of those for some various charities. Um, and that is, uh, and they're basically bringing them to a whole bunch more territories. Currently, they're just North America, but they're bringing them everywhere. I think that's amazing. Here's the last two. Um, one of them is hashtag give with Xbox. So I'm just going to read directly from the press release. It says, we also announced hashtag give with Xbox, a holiday timed campaign from Xbox that aims to bring the joy of gaming to everyone. Beginning today, which was on Saturday, and ending December 9th, Xbox will donate $5 of Xbox products up to $1 million for every photo shared on social media about what gaming together means to us using the hashtag, hashtag give with Xbox. So if you want to make sure that Microsoft gives out that million dollars worth of uh, Xbox gaming goodness, take a picture of what gaming together means for you and do hashtag give with Xbox. Excellent. Maybe throw hashtag EFG on there as well. We'll find them, and we will retweet you on some of our social media as well uh, because we certainly want to include and support that because gaming together is important. In fact, it's part of the core mission of our entire website. That's what we're all about. So they made a lot of announcements. But there were a bunch of announcements, specifically ID at Xbox announcements, that they could not make. Um, because they are yet to be, they aren't ready to announce them. However, they did make a big announcement, and that is 
that the Summer Art of Arcade, which was a huge promotion that they did within the last, I think it was five or six years ago, is coming back. But now it will be the Winter of Arcade because it's going to start December 6th and uh, will continue through December 21st where they're going to release a number of indie games that they have judged as exceptional. <clears throat> when they used to did Summer of Arcade... One of the leading games on that was Braid, which essentially kicked off the indie game revolution. Right. Um, interesting fact, do you know what December 6th is? It's the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. So on the Game Awards, they're going to come out and they're going to announce all the Winter of Arcade games. Um, and there will be incentives for purchasing multiples of the various uh, indie um, Winter of Arcade games. So we're super excited. We're going to be there for the Game Awards. Not there, but we will be around for the Game Awards. Can't wait to talk about what games come out of the winter of Arcade. Sounds That's fun. it. What do you think about the show? I, like I said, I think it was... Outside of the fact that you couldn't stay awake. I couldn't stay awake. I was really tired. But it was really good. I mean, there was some good news. It certainly made Xbox a little bit more appealing. Um, and again, my biggest thing is the... Um, Xbox Game Xbox Game Pass um, for us. We don't we our Xbox now that we have Fortnite on it gets used um, more frequently than it did before. But that's been a system that's kind of lagged behind for us. I think the the additions that they're putting into the Game Pass really are making me excited about it. I'm sure Jump Force will be a big thing um, for the kids, and and you know it did add some things that I want to play on there. I wanted to go through the Ori games and I haven't been able to. So, you know, with Xbox Game Pass, I can. Absolutely. So, that has been our recap of the XO18 event. We'd like to thank you for listening to Engage a Game a Family Gaming Podcast this week. We hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed recording it. We'll be back next week for more discussion. Next week, it'll be a little bit more board game-centric. Um, but in the meantime, it'd be super sweet if you head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to our podcast and leave us a review. More reviews means more visibility. You know the drill. Um, so this has been Steven. And Jenna. And we're going to sign off for this week, but we want to remind you, don't forget to get, get your, your family, family game, game on. on. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Engage, a family gaming podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week.